listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 29th of July. Now Westpac today, assuming the Sydney lockdown will last through to the end of September 2021 with the potential threat of it even being extended. Now it says that in making its new forecasts for the economy, downgrading some of those predictions for economic growth and it's calling on the Reserve Bank to take some immediate action. For more on that, I spoke earlier with its Chief Economist, Bill Evans. Bill, you're assuming that the Greater Sydney lockdown will last through to the end of September. How did you get to that assumption? Ricardo, I don't think anyone really knows the answer to that. But we think it's reasonable that it'll certainly go a lot longer than the current guideline of the uh, 28th of August. Uh, and I think uh, another month would be will be necessary. And then we'd be looking for a staged uh, freeing up over the course of October and into November. If it does last through to September, what will be the economic impact both at a state and national level? We're looking for a contraction of the state, state growth of 7.8% in the September quarter which would uh, channel into a 2.2% contraction in the nation over that quarter. But we are expecting to see quite a strong bounce back. So 3% growth nationally in the December quarter and 5.6% bounce back in New South Wales. So what will that likely mean for jobs? We're expecting to see around 200,000 jobs lost over that September quarter. Uh, But once again, quite a strong bounce back of around 185,000 jobs in the December quarter. So the unemployment rate will drift up to around 5.7% by by September, but we would expect it then to come back down to around 4.8% by the end of the year. So we won't see a technical recession, but will it feel like a recession, especially in Sydney? I think it's going to feel very, uh, very difficult in Sydney over the next couple of months. And of course, what we don't know is whether indeed we'll see the the bounce back. You know, we think that's our central case. But of course, with Delta, you can't be certain. Um, We we think that there'll be a lot more government support as we go on. I'm I'm, I'm a very big supporter of the JobSaver initiatives that we saw today. I don't think we needed JobKeeper. And I think the government's on the right track with that and with with the disaster payments. But I expect there'll be more money to support the economy and to eliminate that any risk of major scarring that will allow us to get back uh, on an even keel and with a very, very high level of vaccination by the end of the year, which will set the scene for a a strong growth next year. We're expecting 4.2% next year and nearly 3% in the first half of the year. We often hear about a rapid rebound once restrictions are eased. Is there a threat we won't see that speedy recovery this time around? There's a risk of that happening. But I think the, the, the difference this time is that whilst we're dealing with Delta, which suggests that there could be bigger concerns, we're also going to be dealing with a rapid improvement in, in vaccination rates. I think the, the sort of the benefit of what we're seeing in New South Wales at the moment is that vaccine uh, complacency and vaccine uh, hesitancy is, is, not rest- is not going to restrain the demand for vaccines as we saw in the first half of the year. And on the supply side, governments, of course, are absolutely committed to lifting vaccine supply as quickly as possible. And I have no doubt that the governments are doing more deals in the background to try and lift particularly the Pfizer supply over the course of the next six months. 
So now you're calling on the Reserve Bank to take some immediate action. How? Well, I think the RBA has said they're prepared to be flexible on their policy to either, to either lift or to reduce their purchases. And the flexibility would come from a major change in economic circumstances. Well, we're certainly seeing a major change in economic circumstances, seeing a, a contraction in the economy of around 2.2%. Now, I'm, I expect that the RBA board will be advised along similar lines to our forecast. And so they'll be confronted with the challenge of really quickly moving policy to adapt to the changed economic outlook. And we've seen them do that very successfully over the course of the last 12 months or so. And that's why I would expect them to respond again by actually lifting their purchases rather than cutting back the purchases that is their current guideline. What kind of a message do you think that sends? Oh, I think it would send a message that the RBA is prepared to move quickly when the economic circumstances change, that they have confidence in the effectiveness of their instrument. And that will give us confidence that uh, we know that the government is, is going to be certainly boosting their spending, as they have already done, but we know that the RBA will be with them, as has been the case, basically since COVID first emerged back in March last year. Bill Evans there, the Chief Economist at Westpac. Don't forget, you can listen to this stream as a podcast on the SBS Radio app, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music